Welcome to the Mandalorian podcast, and we're here. See, season two is live. It's just me today. It's just Drew. Um, Yvonne couldn't make it. Uh, he had a last-minute business trip to go on. Uh, he had to be a uh, translator for his dad in Michigan today for job interview. His his dad d- 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 doesn't speak English, and I did not um, know that he'd be gone, but. Don't worry, Yvonne will still be back later on in this season. So this is just really exciting. This is so exciting. We got some new Star Wars to talk about finally. Um, so we're gonna say spoiler free at first, uh, as usual, and then eventually we're gonna get into spoilers. But before we talk about Mandalorian season two episode one, uh, chapter nine, the Marshal, we are going to run down just just some news for this week. Just gonna talk about some news first, and then. We're gonna get get into talking about the episode. So, uh, some news. Big biggest news this week is the Mandalorian season two episode one chapter chapter nine. The Marshall is now streaming on Disney Plus. That's crazy. We got more Mando to talk about. That's oh, that's so fun. Uh, also, Mandalorian news just today. Uh, potential spoilers. Um, a deleted post from the Disney Plus Hot Star Instagram account. It's official, an official account, blue check mark and everything, um, has confirmed Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka Tano this season. Yay! <laughs> uh, we're gonna get more, we're gonna see Ahsoka. Um, you know, we got some pretty big stuff this episode, uh, we're not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna go into it just, just, just yet, but we're gonna, we're gonna get there, so... Yeah, that is so, so exciting uh, that we're going to get Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka. Uh, we also had, first week, Mando Monday. Uh, we're going to break down, I'm just going to talk about some of those new action figure reveals. You guys can see I've got, uh, I've, ju- I've just started ga- ga- getting into collecting the um, 6-inch Black Series figures. Because uh, I was like st- strictly 3 and 3 quarter inch for a long time. And then... I'm like, well, there aren't any anymore, so we're just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna go all in now and do, and do, uh, these six-inch series figures. There's just so much more variety right there at that. Um, so if I can just, I'm on StarWars.com right now. Uh, series, StarWars.com right now. Um, just trying to get there. If anyone wants to put stuff in the chat, like, what would you think of, uh, the season? And just the season premiere, that'd be great. I'll get to that when, um, I will get to that when we start talking about the episode. Because I really enjoy this episode. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I, there was a bit of fan service stuff. I just thought it was a great, great premiere. I thought we got some great set up for the season. Um, as that is loading. Anyway, well... Nothing too. Alright, this isn't really working right now. This loading thing, uh, it's not really working right now. But um, we just got some cool new Star Wars toys announced that are available for pre-order. So that's cool. Not nothing big really. Um, so um, kind of a sleeper thing. We got some gaming news to talk about. Three pieces of gaming news. Um, 
Star Wars Episode One Racer, the entire reason for that game being made for that for that movie, like literally, like let's be honest, that's the reason why the Phantom, Phantom Menace was made. Like they spent so much time talking about the pod racing stuff. It's so clearly just a movie to sell a video game. So you know, um, but yeah, so we got so that game Episode One Ra- Racer is now on Xbox One. I don't know where else it is. I know it's now on Xbox One. I have an Xbox One, so. I'm just about this. It's now available for, for like fifteen dollars, which is pretty standard for like these legacy Star Wars games. So I haven't gotten it yet. I, I'm still working on Squadrons. So, but when I do finish that, when when I finish Squadrons, we're gonna be doing um, we're gonna head into uh working on some of these other older games from Legends. Uh, here's some news that's really really exciting for me. Uh. Star, uh, so, apparently, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is coming May 31st, 2021. I think I've talked about this before in the podcast. Like, it was the Lego Star Wars Complete Saga game and the Clone Wars animated series that really, really just made me a fan of Star Wars. You know, like the like the movies, I was kind of... To be honest, I was pr- pretty bored by the movies. Um, I was like six, five, six years old, and I'm like... Want some animated stuff, and then I found out Clone Wars was a thing, and I immediately loved it. That's what got me in this universe, and then Legos also. Like, it's those two things that just mean the most to me with Star Wars. And of course, now that I'm older and everything, I do enjoy the the films. You know, obviously the movies and now the Mandalorian. It's the main part of Star Wars. So, of of course, I love those a lot, but it's just the. It's just, like, what I grew up with was the Clone Wars and Lego Star Wars. So, that's why I love that the most, I think. Um, so, another piece of news, potential news. Um, Force Unleashed 3. Hang on, I'm, I'm just finding the news story right now. Let's see if we can uh, find this thing. Uh, so, it's rumored to be in development. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's a Legend series. Is, is Legends coming back? Are we getting more le- le- Legends stories? Like, that would be insane if we got more Legends stories. Or if they want to bring the Force Unleashed into canon. Again, I've not played the Force un- the Force Unleashed, so... I don't know if it would be a reboot. But... You know, uh, that would just be... I would be way more interested in playing uh, the Force Unleashed games... If, you know, we were getting a a new one, if it was going to be canon and all that. So, I'm just pretty excited about that. Pretty excited. So, um, last piece of news, really. You stayed very, very non-political. But, go vote. This is, like, the last possible chance for you to vote. Like, I wanted to hold this until, like, the last show before the election. The election's in four days. Go vote. Seriously, go vote. Um, either at a Dropbox or vote in person. But go vote. Please do that. Alright, that's out of the way now. So, now, let's get into some Mando talk. Um, so, this episode, Season 2, Episode 1, Chapter 9, The Marshal. Uh, this episode was released October 30th, 2020, for those of you listening in the distant, distant future. Uh, today, this morning, I was going to stay up, and then I'm like, I'm too tired. I'm just going to watch it as soon as I wake up in the morning. I watched like 6.30 this morning. That was awesome. Um, 
This episode ran for 54 minutes, but there's five minutes of credits with the show, and there was, like, two minutes of intro. So that's, like, what? That was, um, some, like, 48 minutes or so this episode was? Um, so the synopsis given by Disney Plus for the episode. The Mandalorian is drawn to, to the Outer Rim in search of others of his kind. I've actually got a, a, a ton of notes about this season premiere. Um... Just basic thoughts first. I really, really loved the season premiere. I thought it was a great way to just get back to the characters, all of this. Um, I've seen the episode twice, so just full spoilers going forward for the episode. We're gonna, I'm gonna get in some spoilers in. Just, so if you have not seen the season two premiere of Mandalorian, go, go get Disney Plus and watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> And I don't, like, if, 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 if you're listening to this podcast, you have not seen Mandalorian, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. Like, I mean, if, if it's not available in your country, that's different. But, like, if it is available and you're a Star Wars fan, like, Mandalorian, like, that's, that is Star Wars now. So go, go watch the Mandalorian. Um, so anyway, spoilers in three, two, one. Boba Fett is alive. And we knew Boba Fett was alive. No, he's definitely alive. Um, kind of got that little tease in the Aftermath books, which did come in because we got Cobb Vanth in this episode. Got to see Cobb Vanth again. Uh, and I've not read the Aftermath books. I was going to just, like, you know what? I need something new for the next, like, six, six hours until the show premieres. So, I got the first book on Audible, and I did not start reading it. I did not start listening to the first book. Um, by the way, just if, if you have Audible, like, the audiobooks for Star Wars narrated by, by Mark Thompson. He does such a good job. He is insane. Like he is just brings so much life to like these books. Like it's like listening to a movie. I'm not even messing with you guys. Like it is like listening to a movie. He is so good. Like honestly like if I'm like looking through Audible and I'm trying to find a new Star Wars book to read, like I will look at who's reading and if it's written if it's read by mark thompson i will mo- most likely read it like i will listen to it because he's just such he just does such a good job at reading the star wars books so go listen just um i think my favorite star wars book is last shot again i'm just making my way through star wars books i think i've read like eight or nine um but just of what I've read so far, I mean, Thrawn is awesome. Like, Thrawn is so, so good. But Last Shot is fun. Last Shot's a really fun book that's a tie-in with Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, it tells three separate stories, and I actually did a, a review on it for the podcast, like, back in, like, early April, I think, late March. So if just go back to that, and then in the feed, you can go and find them. So, yeah, let's get back to the... So, talking about Mandalorian. So this episode opens with... Din Djarin and Baby Yoda on some Outer Rim planet. I kind of... I, I was thinking that, like, that shot of them, like, walking up was going to be the first shot of the season, and I was right. Um, so, yeah, like, that just, like, from what, from what we'd seen in the trailers, that just seemed like something that would be, like, season premiere level, like, just intro from what we've seen from these, like, high-budget movies and shows from... Star Wars and Marvel. 
Um, I, that, I, I just thought that, like, that shot looked like... This is, like, an opener for either a season or an episode. And it ended up being the opener for the season. Uh, so we get in inside... So I, I watched episode twice, and I kind of took notes the second time uh, with time code. So this is not a commentary for the episode. It's not not a commentary whatsoever. I just thought that, you know, this is going to be interesting. So just little things I want to talk about. Uh, so baby Yoda is looking at, like, all this artwork on the wall. And you can get through in the episode. And, like, the 3 minute 21 second mark, you can see, like, Maz Kanata drawn on the wall. And... You can just see Maz. You can see Maz. I, I think that's definitely Maz. So, I really, really liked that reference. Like, this episode has had so many references, and I love it when the shows have references to the movies. I think that's really, really fun. That's, you know, I, I love the continuity of it. Um, So, get inside the, um, some, like, underworld, like, WWE fighting thing. And I'm kind of surprised that Cara Dune wasn't there, because we saw her in, uh, Chapter 7 last season. She was on the... What was it? She was, like, on, um, the forest planet. I forget what it's called. If someone's in the chat with that knows what that planet is called, please tell me. Uh, and, like, she was fighting, and we do know that, that the actress, uh, Gina Carano, is a WWE fighter. So, uh, but he talks about, like, he always, like, the guy that Mando's meeting, like, he, he really loves the Beskar. So I'm thinking, oh my god, like, are we gonna get to see this season? Like, we know that from John Favreau that the scope of the season is much bigger. And I mean, with the episode length too, like, this is the longest episode we've ever gotten. Like, this is like a regular, like, Netflix-sized episode, like the Umbrella Academy or Stranger Things. I really love that. I really like this, uh, and I really like this longer episode format. It's something we get a lot of this season. Like, but the season, are we gonna get to see a, like, a kind of a war between, like, I mean, I wrote in my, mo my notes, Mando Hunters, like, and I'm, and what I mean by that is, like, not Mandalorians who are bounty hunters, but people who, like, make a living off of killing ma Mandalorians, basically. Kind of like how in the real world we got, like, um, like, ivory and elephants, like, stuff like that. Like, people who go and kill elephants, it's terrible what they do, but they sell, like, the materials from it, and then they make a ton of money. It's terrible, but it happens in the real world, and that's something that would just be so interesting to see in the Star Wars universe. Um, so this guy just goes and man, Din Djarin just slaughters all his, like, all his guys' personal soldiers. Like, that was I'm like, yeah, we got like, that Mando just hold his own, like, in the first scene of both seasons. But both seasons, we get that, and I really liked seeing that. It's both times. Um, I just think that's like I, I'd really love like the first scene of every season moving forward. We just get like Din Djarin just like taking out like some guys in a bar who are fighting him. Like, we got that in chapter one, and now we get in chapter nine. So. The uh, Cyclops dude says, there's a Mandalorian on Tatooine. 
Mandalorian on Tatooine. Why does everyone want to go back to Tatooine? <laughs> just to quote Finn, just a little play on Finn's line from The Force Awakens of why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? It's just Tatooine. That's where you go. If it's live action Star Wars, you gotta either go to Tatooine or reference Tatooine. Um, I actually felt right here they did it very well, though I don't quite understand what Din Djarin meant when he said, I've spent a lot of time on Tatooine. Dude, you were there for like two days. I don't know if there's stuff, other stuff we know we like we don't know about. If he went there like in between like the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian or or, or what. But uh, as as far as we know, he only spent like a day or two on Tatooine back in season one. Uh, so we get Tatooine, and we get to see Pelimoto again. Um, I really thought that we were gonna see her in the Tatooine episode, and we did. And um, we got our we got our first actual reference to the force in this show like our first actual the first actual time when someone says the word says, like says the words the force now i don't know if that's something like in harry potter where all the characters always go like merlin's beard like i wonder if now in the timeline people are just like think of the force i don't know uh we have this is a very very unexplored territory in star wars storytelling now that the sequel tr trilogy is over, I really hope we get to see a lot more of just like exploration throughout, um, throughout the time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. We've we've really just spent like the majority of that time has just been like the five years leading up to The Force Awakens throughout um, the Bloodline book, the Phasm book, and the Resistance animated series. Like I want to spend and like. It, everything's like a year or two post Return Jedi or like five years before um, five years before The Force Awakens and we know the season is supposed to explore kind of the origins of the First Order I, I, I'd love to see that I think that could be so so cool uh, pit droids are, are, are useless <laughs> like Din Djarin's finally like, the droids can work on the ship, fine. They can finally work on the ship, something that didn't get to happen last season. <laughs> Immediately, they just gotta, like, break an engine or something. And it's like, wow, these guys really are useless. Um, we, we also got to see R5 from A New Hope. Uh, apparently, we saw him last season. I don't know. I'm gonna go back and rewatch The Gunslinger right after this podcast. Because uh, I don't... I the, I don't recall seeing R five last season, but that I was just so shocked. Like when just being like, oh, that that's that's the guy from the movie. That's the guy. Um, and I, I love seeing that. Um, so yeah, they kind of changed a name. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But um, Lud Ludwig Gorenson's like soundtrack for this show is fantastic. It is so so good. Um. Last I checked, I don't think that they've released... Because last season, for those of you who are following it, they um, they released, like, one... Like, each episode got got, got its own soundtrack release, like, the day of, of release. And that's another thing I, I, I was looking forward to. Like, yeah, the episode, but also just, like, Ludwig Gorenson's just outstanding score. Like, for those of you who don't know him, he did the music for the first season... He did the music for Black Panther. Like, 
he really was able to like make it make a non-traditional Star Wars soundtrack. So let's I want to check right now. Uh, I, th I think I checked an hour or two ago to see if uh, the score was out, and I, I just typed in like the Mandalorian chapter nine into Spotify. I don't get anything, so I don't know. I will update you guys. Maybe they'll just do like a full soundtrack release for the full season when this is over. Yep, we do not yet have an actual soundtrack release for the season. Whatever. Um, but hopefully we get that pretty soon. Pretty, pretty soon. I'm trying to figure if like a, if we get like a day off or something. I don't really care. I feel like it's pr probably something to do with spoilers. Like maybe at the end of the track, or maybe at the end of the album, there's like just like a track that's called like Bo Boba Fett or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So we get to the village called Moss. It's not Moss Petty. Is it Moss Petty? I don't know. I think it's Moss Petty. So. Uh, and we see just the armor of Boba Fett on Cobb Vanth. Now, for those of you who don't know Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth is from the Aftermath Trilogy books by Chuck Wendig. I have not read those books. I'm going to, though. I'm definitely going to read those. And he, he basically just finds the armor of Boba Fett outside the Starlock Pit, which is how I understood it. Apparently, even in the books, it's like he got it from the Jawas, and I was really surprised. I'm like, oh my god, are they like changing canon is this like the first like actual canon change of course there were some re re references in the rise of skywalker that didn't really fit with what we know from the poe dameron comics and other things but is this the first actual like canon i'm trying to think of the word um brett Kahn? Like, this could... Is this the first actual retcon of canon? Um, it's not. The, they changed the name of the of the town. In the Aftermath books, it was Freetown, and now it's called... I think it's Moss Petty. I, I don't... I don't... I'm so mad at myself that I don't remember what the town is called in the episode. So, whatever. Um... I wrote in my notes, Hel helmet off, this is not the way. It's not, you gotta you got, you got keep your helmet on. Again, I, 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 I do think this is a newer rule that's been implemented. I'm very, because, like, Sabine is, like, an actual Mandalorian, and, and if we see her this season, like, are we gonna see her, I guess, like, not, like, has she been kind of kicked out of the Mandalorian culture because she doesn't wear her helmet. <laughs> um, I think that'd be just so interesting to see that. And she, she doesn't want want to have to wear a helmet all the time. So she just doesn't. And she gets kicked out of the Mandalorian just for that. Um, the shot of um, Cobb Vantage is like fingering the blaster on his hip. I'm like, this is a total Western episode. I was reminded so heavily of other Westerns just by this episode alone um i love that baby yoda in the pod after the crate dragon attack was <laughs> I, I love that so much I, I love it so much of him just like poking his head out of the pot that was so funny i i this episode didn't really give 
baby Yoda a whole lot to do. I, I honestly feel, and I hate to say this, I was running a, a lot of the porgs from The Last Jedi by, by, by Baby Yoda in this episode. Like, season one, I, I, really, I really love this about season one. Season one, he, he, he wasn't just there to sell toys. I mean, we did not know anything about Baby Yoda until the season actually premiered. So, Baby Yoda was an actual part of the story, unlike the the Porgs or, honestly, also the Ewoks. And, and Baby Yoda just only did cute things this episode. Like, last season, like, you remember in, like, the last episode of Redemption, Chapter 8, he was able to, like, push back all of the... Just all of the um, fire from that flame trooper, and like, Babe Yoda can actually do things. And this episode, he just—it was just there, there to be cute, really. I feel so. Um, so Cobb Vanth and Dinjarin go off to f face uh, the Kray Dragon, go and kill it, and he has like a pod racing engine speeder. And as soon as I thought, I thought, oh my god is that Anakin Skywalker's like is this Anakin's pod racing engine um I don't think it is I don't I don't I feel back I, I it looked different it looked different um that'd be a great easter egg I I just don't see how they would do that I I, I just do not see how they would be able to do that um so he so Cobb Banff gives us gives us more of his backstory you get to see just like a gif of gif. It's called a gif. It's not a gif. If you say gif, you are incorrect. Um, of like Death Star two just blowing up, and like that just proves like for all the people like this could be years before the Phantom Menace because they think it's actually Baby Yoda. Like we know now, like no, this is after Return of the Jedi, and I'm really interested to see like the response from like the casual fans like who honestly thought this that it was really baby yoda um but yeah i really like seeing that i thought it was really interesting like oh my god of course the empire's gone like of course like local warlords would just Im immediately move in to take over um you know we got a bit of that last season with uh, the stories that cara dune was telling uh they would go and take out the, lo the local warlords and all that so yeah um, next, Obi, uh, Din Djarin uses Obi-Wan's Kray Dragon Call. Well, how, how, how does he know how to do that? How, how does he know how to do that? So, um, I don't know. I, I wonder if that's just, like, a regular thing. I was also a bit confused about, like, how Din Djarin was, like, used. Of course, like, he could probably speak the language of the Sand people, but... He wasn't doing it in season one. He was just like using like the sign language in season one. So he was just like he, and then even like earlier in this episode, he was just using the hand signals. And I and I think we're supposed to assume that like uh, when Cobb Vanth and the Sand people are just like arguing, like that is supposed to be with what 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 what, uh, what is it? Um, just like. It's Din Djarin, like, saying, like, using the grunts and stuff. Like, he goes, oh, 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 oh. I don't, just, I don't know. I, I, I can't do it. This is why I don't speak to sand people. Um, but, yeah. Um, I just, I just wonder why he wasn't doing that before. That's a prob, prob, 
probably me just rooting into it too much. Um, the pebbles and the Cray Dragon Skeleton, it's absolutely to scale. I don't, I don't know what Cobb Vanth was talking about. It's definitely, definitely to scale. Um, so then, you know, Mando volunteers the whole village and then what happens is, you know, they go over like a treaty, I guess, like you guys aren't going to hurt each other until someone breaks the peace. And I'm like, oh my God, what if we get like, just like a one shot series, you know, just to show like, um, there's like a 10 episode season about Star Wars. Each, each, each episode tell, tells a different adventure and a different part of the timeline. What if we get an episode or something or like there are reports now that we're going to we're gonna be getting like some Disney plus Star Wars original films like movies, Star Wars movies made for Disney plus. What if we get like a Cobb Vanth like hour and a half long movie? I think that's entirely possible. We could see just someone like breaking the peace, I think. I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't, I don't know. Does anyone else want that? I, don't, I want that. Um, Vanth kind of trusts them. So then he drinks, like, the goop that he wasn't going to drink earlier in the episode. Uh, the scene with uh, just the villagers and the sand people, like, working on the... They were fixing... They were getting the bombs re ready to take out the... Um, uh, the, what is, uh, the crate Dragon, and, like, I was reminded a ton of Chapter 4 Sanctuary from last season, uh, with that whole montage of, like, Din Djarin and Caradun just training all the villagers, and I really like that, I don't know, I, I don't think we need to see it again, especially just so, so soon, like, I was, like, for people just in the future, like, after the whole show is out, just binging all of it in a week, like, this is going to feel, like, pr pretty fast. Like, that'll be, like, just five-episode difference. Um, we got a beautiful, beautiful IMAX shot of just, like, the sand people running, and then, like, this the screen, it was, it was in widescreen like this, just expands to full screen. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, me, like, I, I love, like, the stuff about how movies and shows are filmed. So I thought that was awesome. I thought that was amazing, how they were able to do that. Um, I'm like, this is just so so cinematic. Like the budget on this show is so crazy. This, like, I mean, also I think they have have a higher budget than last season, as you know, there's no movie this year for Star Wars, and like this is the only like live action Star Wars we're getting in 2020. So, I, I do think that Disney gave Lucasfilm a higher budget for the season. Especially because it, it is also the season premiere. Um, the Krayt Dragon gave acidic vomit. I don't know what that was. All, all, all I could think of was... Um, um, there's a guy in Deadpool 2. And he just... Um, I don't remember what was his name. I, I don't remember. But there's a guy and he's just like... He's like I spit acidic vomit, <laughs> so he gets on the team, and then, um, well, spoilers for Deadpool 2's been out for two and a half years at this point, um, he just, like, dies, and he kind of throws up 
also, and then just like he just actually spits out acidic vomit. That's just what, what I was running up. I don't know about anyone else, but I was running into that. Um, and then Jaren and Vanth kind of you use their jetpacks now. Just whenever someone in Star Wars flies flies with a jetpack, I just have to go. They fly now, even though we know they fly. We've seen them fly since Clone Wars. Um, and then there's the I think the one shot, the one scene I hated in this episode and, and it really brings up so down for me like if, if i'm gonna rank all nine nine episodes of the show like it this brings it down like two or three i think din Djarin would never say just like he's about to like make the sacrifice play and then he turns to vanth and he goes you watch the child and then he just he just honestly almost killed himself by use by like jumping into the um the crate dragon's mouth with like all the bombs and stuff i i honestly just don't think he would do that like, this isn't luke skywalker this is a mandalorian bounty hunter he this he, he's not a selfless person yeah he'll do the right thing when it works in his interest but I mean, we saw the last season. You got the scene with, um, in episode four, Sanctuary, when, um, those two guys came out and they were like, w we need you. And then Mando says no until they say that they have shelter. Like, yeah, he'll, he'll do the right thing when, you know, their intentions align. But other than that, really, I just don't see him doing this. Um, on, honestly. Um, so, they defeat the Krayt Dragon, and we get the Twin Suns, which I don't think we actually saw Twin Suns last season, in Chapter 5, I don't think we, I don't think we saw those. And then, Boba Fett, where? We see Bo Boba Fett in the, in this episode. Uh, and I really love seeing Bo Boba Fett in this episode, um... I guess the reports are true, and if those, if we, if the Timothy Oliphant thing are true, and the Tim Morrison thing are true, I, I guess we're seeing Ahsoka in, uh, episode, f in episode 5 of the season, Ch chapter 13, the episode on November 27th, um, but yeah, oh my god, that was, I'm so glad that, like, this show is back and that we have, like, new Star Wars to look forward to each week. So, I don't think I have anything else to say, guys, about this episode. So, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you are new, and a lot of you probably will be because Mandalorian is back and you're looking for a Mandalorian podcast. So, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps out the podcast whenever you leave them. If you are not in the United States. I will not see your, your review. So please either DM it to me on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at Kid Commentaries Network. And our... Um, or e email it to us. Our email is mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. It's mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. And send in your feedback for The Mandalorian. Uh because that's current and I w and I'd love to read some listener feedback on the show. Uh the restream is just like uh, just not working. 
so we're just gonna try and work with the YouTube stuff. So I, 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 I'll say if like we're gonna do a Twitch thing, but just we'll at least be doing the YouTube stream. So you will at, at, at least get get the YouTube. So um, yeah, thank you guys so so much so much for listening to the podcast and uh, watching the video. I see one person stuck through like the whole thing. So thank you. Um, yeah, so, uh, we'll be back in the next week with chapter 10, and keep listening to this podcast, this is the way.